What's up, guys? This is Zach. And I'm Diego. This is Wicked Pisser Sports. Because sports is Wicked Pisser. All right, this today is we got episode. Pats, of course, as usual. It is. Yeah. We are a day late. We apologize for our um, three listeners. But uh, <laughs> we... <laughs> uh, not too, too much information from the past few days since we recorded Tuesday. Uh, just, uh, you know, we want to make just a couple little roster changes here and there. Um, we want to also, like, kind of talk about some of our roster predictions, discuss that a bit. Um, maybe butt heads a bit on some things, which is always fun. And, you know, and some wacky comments made by Scott Zolak as well. Yeah, so recently there have been roster changes, but before we um, – and then after we talk about those, we're going to go through um, my roster predictions and tax comments about them because um, final cuts are on Tuesday the 31st at 4 p.m., which is um, in a few days. Um, so hopefully we can – I can make my predictions today and see if they're right on the 31st. I don't know. Hope I'm kind of. I think I'm going to be kind of close. I think everyone kind of has a consensus as to what the roster is going to shape up to be. Um, it's nothing, you know. There might be. I might be wrong here and there. Most. I mean, same thing with the other reporters that are probably saying, you know, doing the same thing I am. But, um, but it's going to be good. Anyways, so the first thing that kind of broke the news um, this past week was Sony. The Sony Michelle trade. Sony Michelle was traded to the Los Angeles Rams for a fourth-round pick and a sixth-round pick. It was originally a fifth-round pick and a sixth-round pick, um, but that changed to a fourth-round pick because the Rams got another pick somewhere else. I, I don't know the full details, but that's what we got in exchange for the first-round pick, for our first-round pick in uh, 2018, who we picked over Lamar Jackson he's, and he's over worth, Nick Chubb. He's worth so much more than the fourth and sixth-round pick. Oh, Absolutely. And he's going to do so much for that Los Angeles Rams team. He's Cam Akers, I believe, tore his ACL, so he's going to be out for the year. So he's yeah. going to be immediately plugged into that running back one role. Mm-hmm. Immediately. And he's good. Like, I mean, I understand why we get rid of him, because our backfield is our, our, we have yeah, a lot of our talent. Running back, our running back core is running out, is being very, is very full. You know, of course... I could see yeah. why they did it. They, I think Belichick, you know, we were always like, yeah, Belichick knows what he's doing. Cross our fingers, you know. And, um, <laughs> but honestly, I could also see that he saw the potential of Ramondre Stevenson as well. And with Damian Harris and James White leading right now and just kind of help coaching up Ramondre as well, I feel yeah. like this could be one of the best years for New England running backs. Yeah, I will. Stat-wise, go. I was like iffy about it because I mean, if you look at other running back cores around the league, like you see in the Browns, they have um, Nikhil, um, uh, they have Nick Chubb, and they have um, Kareem Hunt. So two very, very talented running backs. Um, in Jacksonville, they were going to have Travis Etienne before he got hurt, as well as Carlos Hyde. So two very talented running backs. Um, so I was interested in that trade, but I think it also kind of maybe a vote of confidence in favor of um, Ramon J. Stevenson. I think he'll um, usually uh, what I kind of I think I said this in the past. Uh, Patriots running rookie running backs, especially later, you know, drafted later, 
um, in the mm -hmm. draft um, are redshirted for the first year, but this might be a vote of confidence. Maybe Ramadre Stevens is progressing or he's better than most other rookie running backs. And maybe he might be get playing time. I think um, to comment on what you said, James White is more of a pass catching back, in my opinion. Exactly. So I don't think, yeah. I don't think he, or in a screen back. So I don't really think he's going to be used. He could also, screen. James White, I feel like could also easily, if needed, be converted to a wide receiver as oh, well. well. Even though he has played quite a few years with us as a running back, there's still a potential where he could be seeing more of a catching role more than he usually has. True, but. but the the thing about him, that though he's only five ten. Yeah, exactly. That's well, the thing about him. Julian he's Edelman only was only yeah. Like well, five that, foot I, nine. he's an he's an anomaly, but like I think he he's also very good at um shifting, you know, bouncing um off of tackles, you know, shifting past defenders, and he's really good at that pass catching back role. And I don't think that role is going to change, especially with Mac Jones being there, because Tom Brady really relied on that pass catching back role. And yeah. now it's now Mac like the Jones quick, the probably going to start pass, the quick screen passes and the quick exactly and the quick dump passes as well. Exactly, and James White excelled in that. He made a career out of that, mm -hmm. um, and he was really successful in that. And I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to be um, back when Rex. I think Patriots fans remember when Rex Burkhead played for us. He, mm -hmm. I think he's going to be more of a Rex Burkhead, like the RB two. You know, getting those trying to get yeah, you know, extra yeah, gains yeah, first round. Yeah. He reminds me of him too. He reminds me of like a Legarrette Blunt, but I think he's gonna phase into the. I think when he starts yes, out, at uh, least he's like gonna phase into the Rex Burkhead role. Legarrette Blunt was the starter as well, but exactly Legarrette Blunt was got, our. He's our, got a, like Reminder Stevenson. He does remind me of him, but he, he got a couple more years on that. Exactly. Um, also, um, another trade that happened this week: we got a safety from the Baltimore Ravens for a fifth round pick. His name is Sean Wade. Mm -hmm. I don't know his stats. I honestly, I've never heard of him. No, so, I've never heard of him either. But, but listen, many, I remember when we traded with the Lions for Kyle Van Noy, not many people heard of Kyle Van Noy. And guess what? He became this big player. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to, you know, I've heard from a lot of people when I saw the news, people did rave about him. So I guess he's, I think he's a younger player, kind of inexperienced, didn't really get much playing time. But we'll see what happens with Sean Wade. And then before we get into the roster predictions, I think it's um, best to address what the hell happened with uh, Scott Zolak and what, what <laughs> oh he my was God, saying with so Cam funny. Newton. I can't – I don't know. I think this was recent or it was last year. It was recent, I think. Yeah, it was Because I've heard of it like, recently. Like Scott, like Scott Zolak said he thinks that the reason to Cam Newton's mediocre performance last year was due to his – too much listening to rap music <laughs> which is wrong <laughs> which is wrong of course because you know a lot of people listen to rap and it doesn't affect their ability and i'm sure lamar know, i'm sure course, lamar jackson like, listens to rap you know is he bad no cam newton also like he has a very like lively bright presence amongst the team you know you know he's a big dancer you know he likes bopping to the music you know <laughs> That's my grandpa calls him Skippy, and he like skips onto the field, you know. Mm -hmm. But and like even like Cam Newton's also said that he like he how much he loved like Mac Jones. Like, he was also impressed with his knowledge of rap music. <laughs> Honestly, right. But hey, Scott Zolik hasn't said anything about that about Mac Jones, so I don't. Know, it was kind of a yeah, risky comment. That, that's that's but, definite borderline racist comment, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. 
Matt, no, I mean, it's not okay. But well, it's not know, okay. I, he's gonna get. He's probably gonna get reprimanded by whatever yeah. news station he works for. But either way, now let's get to the roster predictions. So, like I said, uh, final cuts are next Tuesday at four p.m. So Belichick needs to get those, you know, get those cuts in. So what I'm going to do, I'm only going to predict a 53-man roster, um, practice squad. Um, you got, you got all the knowledge on that. I'm just, I just comment. I listen, don't know. Yeah, I'll just comment. Listen, agree and disagree. disagree. Yeah. Um, but I do. I think it is important. Um, uh, what do you call it? I'm only going to do the 53-man roster because those are the guys playing. Um, practice squad it is going to be the same amount as last year it's going to be that expanded practice squad is like same thing as last year um you know which is nice getting more players opportunities to show up and practice and you know maybe get some veterans of rest and have the younger players you know be like kind of like a scout type of tight end or to train the defense so i think it's good that they keep the expanded one um but anyway i'm going to start with the quarterbacks um um, I think the quarterback's making the 53-man roster. Um, there's only three available right now because mm-hmm. Jared Stone's on the P, uh, physically unable to perform yeah. list. Um, yeah, even that, though, I think he's going to make the practice squad. I don't really think he'll be on the 53-man roster anyway. Which no. So I I think the 53-man roster will consist of Brian Hoyer, Jared Stone, um, Brian Hoyer, Mac Jones, and Cam Newton. Cam Newton being the starter, uh, Mac Jones being the backup for now. And what do you call it? And Brian Hoy is the third string. However, I do think, say, because Mac Jones has been playing really well in practice lately, according to a lot of people, he's been balling out in practice, mm-hmm. hitting those darts, um, especially in the joint. We like to do joint practices in New England. So he's really, you know, schooling those New York Giants um, defenders, which is nice to see, nice to hear. Um, so I do think that um, if Mac Jones starts week one, there is a good possibility that Cam Newton looks for a trade, um, especially considering the situation that he's in. You know, he might not think he had a fair shot, whatever, with the COVID thing and the COVID testing thing. But that's my opinion. Um, I don't know if he actually will request a trade, but if he doesn't start week one or if he only starts for like maybe three weeks, two weeks, I, I can see him wanting to start elsewhere. Um, yeah. If he were to start elsewhere, um, I feel like uh, with Mac Jones, he could easily start on so many teams yeah. right now. And I don't know; they're still sticking with Cam. You know, I don't really have a pro a problem with that, but I, you know. It, I mean, I, I just, it feels it still feels weird having Cam Newton on the Pats. Well, the, like, it the doesn't funny... it doesn't feel right almost when I watch him play. Yeah. But like like I said before, when like Max out there, it feels I don't know, it feels right, you know. <laughs> yeah, and it, I it yeah, is. as you guys know, I like I crush on Mac Jones a lot, but <laughs> like. It's just, I don't know. There's just something about his like play style that just makes it feel Brady esque. Yeah, and we got I spoiled agree. the last twenty years with Brady, but I think that's what we're just used to. Yeah, we thought we were we we're all hyped up with Cam because it'd be like, oh, fresh of fresh air, former MVP, you know, super like 
NFC champion, you know. But all of that was that one year where he was really good, and now he's not yeah. really good. Like, he can barely keep it downfield now. And I don't know. I think he's, he's just not – he's not – this is going to be Cam Newton's last year in New England. I mean, yeah, obviously, I think he's – I think this is – yeah, he only signed a one-year deal for a reason. Um, I think Mac Jones is going to um, – once he takes over that starting role, he's just going to run with it. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, see, we'll see how long uh, Cam Newton lasts in there. If he does good enough, he does – you know, he'll keep the role. But, you know, Mac Belichick did say that, you know, within these five days, that gives Mac Jones the opportunity to take over that week one starting role. And I get if he's been balling like he says he has and Bill Belichick sees that, he might give the week one starting job to Mac. I, it's going to be hard to see, and it's going to be hard to get used to. Well, not going to be hard to get used to, but like it's definitely going to be hard to see, considering that Cam's still there and Cam didn't really. Yeah, you know, that is going to be interesting. Shot. That but is going to be interesting. I do. I and also I think Cam still thinks he's a starting quarterback. Yeah, I think I still think he has the mentality. So if he doesn't start week one, I can I can easily see him getting out, of, trying to get out of there. Um, even though he likes uh, mac and cheese and he likes the Patriots culture and he loves Belichick. Um, the running backs, um, after losing – this is after losing Sony Michelle, obviously. Um, I'm, I think the running back – the starting running back on first downs and maybe even second downs too um, would be Damian Harris. Yep. Um, kind of like – we kind of already talked about Ramondre Stevenson's role and James White's roles. Um, I, and also Brandon Bolden, I think, is also going to make the team. He's a veteran and he um, – um, plays really good on special teams, so I think that's his role. I think JJ Taylor's going to be relegated to the um, either to the practice squad. Um, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be relegated. I don't think he's going to be cut entirely. But I have no definitely... argument against that. You know, it's just uh, let's get this yeah, going. I I think, yeah. Um, for fullbacks, we only have one, Jakob Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's our international player. Um, he is. Very, he's a very good blocker. He's extremely good, despite his, you know, his, you know, petite figure. Um, but he is, um, no, he's a, he's a really good blocker. He's kind of really taken over for what James Devlin was, um, yeah, for us. So I'm really happy to see him. Let's grow. just see if we can convert him to like that kind of. Also, play a little touchdown catcher like. For yeah, maybe, well, maybe he. Well, he has been training at tight end too. That's his. Also, that's like a secondary position. He's been training with the tight ends and um, going with them. So I, I, I can see definitely he got some catches. And even if our tight ends get injured, wicked injured, I you know, maybe he goes in. Wide mm-hmm. receivers, um, I have Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne are two free agency acquisitions. Uh, I think Nikhil Harry will be. Um, on the team, um, I don't think he'll get traded. Um, I, I, I just don't. I don't think he's going to get traded. I think he still has a role in the team, even though it's a very little role. Um, if we trade him, it's going to be for nothing, mm-hmm. pretty much. It's going to be a late draft pick like Sonny Michelle. Um, Gronel Olszewski, who is our pun and kick returner. And Jacoby Myers, who is a really good pass catcher himself. Um, which leaves all the rest of the people that are wide receivers still on the team either cut or on the practice squad. Um, that would be one of them being our seventh round pick, Trey Nixon, 
um, and Christian Wilkerson, who has dropped a lot of catches um, in preseason. Mm-hmm. Tight ends, this is going to be kind of quick. Hunter Henry, John Smith, Devin Asiasi. Um, I don't think there's, I mean, those are our three best tight ends. It's, I don't think you can really argue with that. Um, offensive, ta- uh, I'll just name the offensive line. Um, just go through the whole offensive line. So at tackles, we have Isaiah Wynn and Trent Brown. I mean, those they're going to be the mainstays at that position. Justin Heron will be their backup. Um, and Yanni Kajuste as well. Guards, um, the guards on the part of the offensive line, Shaq Mason, Michael Onwenu, um, James Ferentz. Um, Again, re- reliable people. You can plug them in whenever you need to. They're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have a really strong offensive line this year. David Andrews is coming back at center. Ted Karras, who we signed from uh, Miami. He was a four- He's been on the Patriots um, for a while before he went to Miami. So nice mm-hmm. to see him back, and he's definitely going to be plugged in, even at the guard role, not, not just at center. Um, and now we move to the defense. Um, the edge defenders, defensive ends, um, the rushing linebackers that'll be hitting the quarterback, hopefully getting a lot of sacks. Uh, Matthew Judon, um, who is our prime prized free agency acquisition. He's been falling on preseason, and I can only imagine what he'll do for us during the regular season. He kind of reminds me of Chandler Jones. Zach, you remember Chandler Jones when he was on the Patriots? Yes, I do. He was. He reminds he's me a, a lot good, of Chandler he's Jones. He's a very good player. And he still is a very uh, good player. He, plays he for still Arizona. is. Yeah, he mm-hmm. plays for Arizona, and I think Matthew Judon. We had him really... back for a year too. I was so upset. I lost him. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I remember he only got traded for what a second round. And rounder? then he came, and then he came yeah. back for what a season, two seasons. Didn't really, I don't, he didn't really do too much, but yeah, Je- I, he he was a good player. I mean, he still is. He's a pro bowler. Um, but yeah. Um, Chase Winovich um, was probably going to be more like his backup. Um, Josh Uche, uh, Ronnie Perkins, Henry Anderson. Um, Ronnie Perkins is our third-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Anderson was our uh, free agency acquisition. I think he came from the Jets. Um, defensive tackles. Uh, Lawrence Guy, who we re-signed. He's been a mainstay on our defense. He's one of our captains. Uh, Godshaw, mm-hmm. who is um, free agency acquisition. Dietrich Wise, Christian Barmore, our second-round pick. Um, and there's a lot of people that are – that we have a very, very deep position. That's a These tackles are a very deep position. We signed a lot of mm-hmm. players. We drafted a lot of players. So they're going to be most likely either on the practice squad or they're going to not be on a team. Um, linebackers, I mean, it's kind of easy. Dante Hightower, Kyle Vindoy, Juwan Bentley. Um, Anthony Jennings, kind of, they've been the mainstays for the past few years. Obviously, Dante Hightower is coming back. Calvin Noy, obviously going to make a big impact. Of, um, also, but I think one guy who's going to be maybe on the team, but I think he's going to be on the practice squad, uh, Harvey Langey. He's been ball, he balled out against the Eagles in the preseason game. Don't get me wrong, it was Joe Flacco. Don't overreact, but he had an interception. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Um, it was good to see. Corners, uh, we still have the Stefan Gilmore. That situation's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. But 
outside of him, we have J.C. Jackson, Jonathan Jones, Jawan Williams, who played really well, honestly. He's, he did really well against uh, Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, um, when we played him, uh, Philly. So, hey, he might, he might get a role this year. He was our second-round pick a few years ago. He came from Vanderbilt. Um, and he hasn't really played much, unfortunately. But hopefully he, this is, might be his year to break out and make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. And Miles Bryant, who's also he's uh, more of a special teams player. Yeah. Uh, Some of these guys I never even heard of. Jeez. Yeah, Miles <laughs> Bryant. I haven't really seen him on the field, to be fairness. Uh, safeties, Dave, Devin McCourty coming back for one more year. Or one or two more years. I don't remember his contract. But, um, again, he's coming back. Uh, Jalen Mills, who we, re- who we signed off of the Eagles. Um, green, the Green Goblin, as he's, um, as his Twitter handle is. <laughs> um, he still has his green hair. I thought he was going to dye it blue for the Patriots to match the jersey numbers. Nope, kept it green. Um, Adrian mm-hmm. Phillips, uh, who played linebacker last year. Credit to Adrian Phillips kind of staying in there and playing, being the smallest linebacker in the history of civilization. Um, and Kyle Duggar. Um, and um, Adrian Colbert, who played a lot last year, I think he's going to m- move into the special teams role. And he's not the special teams role; he's going to play on, on the practice squad because um, he's still a good player, and you'll probably fill in for someone if someone gets hurt, if one of our corners get hurt, if one of our safeties get hurt, or if our special mm-hmm. teamers get hurt. And our special teams people, um, Nick Folk, I think he's going. He, he was kind of injured all throughout camp. But he's coming back. He's, you know, getting himself ready for the season. Even though mm-hmm. Nordin was playing good in the preseason, he's been drilling some free field goals. And there was a lot of name, a lot of, you know, hype surrounding him. I think he's going to be on the practice squad. I don't see him um, making the team. He's only a, uh, he's a One thing that was just posted to Breach okay. Report, Gridiron. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt on this. No worries. This day, is important. But- I just saw this. Um, Dante Hightower reportedly says that Mac Jones likes to look at the defensive playbook. I saw that. Prepare yeah, himself a lot. I saw which that. I think is great. I mean, I, saw I, that. I don't. That's a good move for as a rookie for him. But like, if you're in the NFL as a quarterback and you're not doing that, I feel like you're doing something wrong. So it's great that well, I guess Mac Jones I guess is not, doing that. So well, I guess not a, not a lot of people do that. Point. Not a lot of people do that, and you know, he, he's really separating himself. He really wants to work hard and get that role and get playing time. I really, honest, it's going to be nice to see. You know, I can't wait to see him play. I mean, he's obviously pre- well prepared. He's preparing himself, and you know, he went to like the Harvard School of Colleges, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of college football, and with Nick Saban as your coach. I mean, come on now, let's like awesome to have and then transition to Belichick who is pretty much the same person it's Mm -hmm. definitely it's definitely going to be really really good I can't wait to see him play I mean he's really he's really separating himself but going back to special going back to special teams Nick Folks will be our starting kicker Nordine will be on the practice squad Uh, Jake Bailey's our punter Joe Cardona um, is our long snapper that really is not going to change Matthew Slater is still going to be on the team Justin Bethel Cody Davis Brandon King are all um, our special team guys, their mainstays, unless they get hurt, they're not going to move on the roster. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's our roster. That's 53 people. And I think that – I think that's a solid roster prediction. I think this 
if anything, might I think the wide receiver room might be you know switched in and out. Um, a lot of people are predicting that Brandon Bolden's going to get cut or if Brian Hoyer's going to get cut. I don't see that, um, but I think it's going to be JJ Taylor, even though he has been playing well in the preseason and whenever he gets the opportunities. Um, I just find a find it hard to see him like play. I I don't really. I don't know. He just, he's too, he's, well, first of all, he's really, really, I mean, he has really good moves, but he's really small. Mm-hmm. He's really, he's like five, six. He's really small. And I, I mean, and he doesn't, can't really bounce off of tackles that well. He has a, he has very good spin moves. I mean, he juked out, he put one Eagles defender in a spin cycle the other day. Again, the Eagles defender. Don't take that. Yeah, don't Eagles defender. <laughs> don't, don't overact to that, but probably like someone's going to get cut tomorrow. But like, you know, he is uh, – I don't think he's going to make the team. Maybe he does, but in, in a very limited role. But I – I think I think that's that. I think that's our roster, um, roster. heading into heading into Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for – Yeah, that know, is Boston's pretty much – it's shorter, shorter, shorter episode. I mean – The only oh, other thing Red I – Red Sox, Red Sox exactly. destroyed – well, who, who are they playing? Minnesota. They destroyed them the other night, like twelve to two or something like that. Yeah, and they beat Cleveland yesterday. The Cleveland Indians yesterday, as we were recording yeah. this yesterday, which is Friday the twenty seventh. Um, mm-hmm. he they they beat Cleveland on a um, eighth inning homer by Jonathan Arroz. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're we're picking it up a little bit. I mean, Cleveland's a very good team. So um, I don't know if they changed their name yet. So I'm just going to keep them Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um. They used to be the Indians, the Indians, now they're the Guardians or something like that. <laughs> but it's fine, whatever. I don't really care. Um, no, I mean, that's not hurting it, anyone. Indians is not really the greatest name in the world anyway. But, you know, it's nice to see. Um, but anyway, good, good for the Red Sox. They're picking up a little bit. or you know, uh, solidifying their playoff really, spot. No, no real, like, Bruins news either yet. Haven't yeah. really seen thing anything the, important. But yeah, once, like, that season starts – Picking up, you know, I'm sure we'll start pick, talking about that. Um, bringing a couple Celtics of our too. friends. Same with the Celtics, too. Like, there'll be a lot more to talk about once, like, the we can't change in. how we re- when we record for the Pats and Celtics, like, because we can do just a recap of a whole week of games for the Celtics, you know. Oh, yeah. And I think, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know, because once the Patriots play, I mean, it's when we're going to get into the 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 thing in the season, full, yeah, full swing, of full swing of the season. That's what I was trying to think. Once we get into this full swing of the season, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of, um, you know, it's going to be a, a lot more content to talk about rather than just you know. Oh yeah, it just you like the side yeah. roster cuts, roster cuts, and I mean, not, not that, that's ba- not not that that's bad, but you know, it's just it roster obviously is important, but. You know, now we're going to talk about actual games, wins, losses, you know, that type of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I think we could end this episode. We'll um, record our next episode on Tuesday, August 31st, um, hopefully with some content. Um, we'll reflect probably on that day on the roster, you know, late changes, see what that means, as well as many other, you know, if there's any other breaking news that um, comes up. We will discuss that. And with that, um, this has been Wicked Pisses Sports. I'm Diego. I'm Zach. We'll Have a good see night, guys. you later.